Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, and get started. All right. Welcome out DIYers to the Shared Vision DIY Talk podcast, the DIY podcast made by DIYers for DIYers. I'm your co-host, Spencer Bardsley, alongside Cammie Wilcox. Each week, we bring you industry and influencer experts from around the globe to learn and get answers to our burning questions. We are excited to welcome Sneha of Snay of All Trades and at Bake Box Us. Sneha grew up in India and now calls California home. Not one to shy away from a project, she created unique features throughout her home, including a faux brick wall, board and batten, and a built-in shoe storage system. Not only does Sneha create beautiful spaces around her home, she owns a bespoke cake shop and takes the most beautiful food photography we've ever seen. Sneha, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much, Cami and Spencer. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to talk to you. Um, can we can we start with just a little bit of background? Um, I know that you grew up in India. How long ago did you move to the U.S.? Uh, so I moved to the U.S. after I got married in uh, 2012, end of 2012. So yeah, it's almost going to be nine years now. Oh, that's exciting. And did, <laughs> yes. you, did you land in California first? Oh, yes. I've been here ever since I came here. I've been in the same city. And I absolutely love it here. I don't okay. think I want to move anywhere else now. <laughs> California is pretty great. <laughs> oh, it is. It's very beautiful. And then um, how long have you been DIYing? So that is a question I find very difficult to answer because um, uh, I think I always enjoyed doing it. But uh, when I was in India, it was very difficult to actually do things yourself, maybe because of the way the homes are built there. Um, it's easier to do them here. And plus uh, everything, all the material you need is easily available. Uh, I think I had it in me, but I didn't know it. Like I used to see my mother. Uh, when I was very young, she used to take these baskets and she used to make little pendant lights out of them. And, you know, she used to like doing all those small little things. And I used to wonder, you know, what is all this? Why is she using scrap material to build something? So I think I got it from her, but I didn't realize it until I moved here. And uh, uh, so I have a very good friend. Uh, she's also on Instagram. Uh, she has a page called Would, uh, Would You DIY? Uh, so she, I saw her building things around her home and, uh, I thought I couldn't do it because I was scared to even use a drill. Like I, I'd never drilled anything in my life. Um, so when I saw her, uh, work, I, I started getting these ideas and I knew that she would be able to help me create spaces in my house. So when I first started DIYing was with her. So it was not a solo project. So like, for example, when I made my office space, it was, probably 70% her work and 30% mine, but I was learning at that point of time, you know, how to use materials, how to, what's required, you know, what is a stud, like, okay, how far apart are they? What nails do I use? So that's when I first started doing that. And that was last year, sometime in April. That's when I did my first project with her. But my first solo project was um, just this year uh, when I did the laundry room makeover. So 
pretty recent i'm a very new diyer i still don't know a lot of things and there are terms i i don't know so i go i go about explain you know the long little thing that you get that that has four sides what is that thing called <laughs> so so yeah so i'm pretty new but yes i think if i were to say when i started diying it would probably be now like probably this year sometime in jan yeah do you think that um well first i have a couple thoughts you have an amazing friend and it's so great that um that she was able to just kind of help you with stuff around your house first so that you can see how it's done and just gain confidence in feeling like you could do it yeah um that's the best kind of friend <laughs> of course and she's i kept telling her that no i don't think i can do it uh, i don't think i can cut something like i was so scared to use a saw Uh-huh. And she is the one who pushed me. In fact, she and my husband got together and my last birthday they gifted me a circular saw and my first nail gun. I had nothing before that. I just had a handheld saw <laughs> that I would try to use because I was so so scared of, you know, using a power tool. So yes, so I, I I'm here because she really pushed me into doing that and you know, she she knew I could do it. When I did, I thought I couldn't do it. So, yes, very good to have a friend like that. indeed and those are the two tools the the power tools i started with too like the circular saw i think you can make anything with a circular saw if you get creative in how you do it exactly and a nail gun is really handy oh so, you need yeah. that yeah <laughs> yeah those were my scared, two i was so scared i was so scared to use a nail gun even that i went and got finishing nails <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm going to hammer everything in but yeah i think that was a bad idea <laughs> Yeah, it takes a long time. I bet you'd get oh, really good though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I would have given up after like what 5% of the project. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, DIY is just too hard cuz you have to yeah. hammer everything in. <laughs> so, do you think that you would have been doing it even if there wasn't a pandemic? Do you think that played a part in why you started? Yes, I think I think it um it pushed me into starting earlier i knew i would someday try it out for sure i just did not know when so when the pandemic began and my husband started working from home um we realized that we didn't really have a designated space that we could call an office and where it would be quiet enough away from my two little brats so uh that's when i was actually able to you know uh, tell my husband that i think we need to create an office space for you and uh, he agreed he said yes because we had a little desk and this little setup outside in our loft but it gets very noisy over there because it's open and you know kids playing downstairs and no one's going out so i decided to build it in our master bedroom because that's that's a very quiet space for us so i think yes because of that pandemic we were able to uh, actually prepone our plans to diy so in a way yes something good came out of the pandemic <laughs> and would you say you'll continue probably forever oh yes yes of course <laughs> i i asked my husband for an early birthday present 9 months in advance and i got myself a miter saw so ever since i got that i'm like oh wow i can do so many things now <laughs> like the world of diy has opened up for me now my husband is afraid He's like, oops, <laughs> I shouldn't have gifted that to you <laughs> because I just keep st- sitting and I keep staring at walls and I'm like, what do you think I can do here? And he's like, nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so 
So yes, of course, I am going to continue doing this. I probably uh, will take my own time to learn and you know build spaces that I don't want to get rid of. So all the projects I've done so far are things that I can remove very easily. Like nothing's glued to the wall; everything's just nailed and uh, things like that. Because I wasn't sure if um, these are designs I want to keep because I was still learning. So yes, I will definitely continue DIY. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm glad to hear that because you're doing amazing things. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. One of my favorite projects of yours is your brick wall, oh, which is an you. idea I've thought about, but it was really nice to see it. Um, like I've seen those panels at Home Depot and thought that would be so cool, but I've never been, I just haven't done it. So can you kind of walk us through that project? Yes, sure. So that is our guest uh, guest room. And that's where my friend stays when she visits me. <laughs> and she loves brick walls. So that's where the idea came up from. Uh, the thing is that that room was, um, it looked very boring to me. So I was like, okay, what can I do knowing that I don't have, you know, very elaborate DIY skills. I can do something very basic right now because I'm still learning. So uh, I've done something similar in our kitchen. So where we use these brick walls, these brick wall panels, and we just cut them and we glued them, uh, we nailed them onto the wall as backsplash. So I had worked with them before. So I just, I wanted something subtle as, uh, as an accent wall, nothing too loud, but still, you know, some kind of texture going through the room. So that's when I thought that I think the brick wall is going to go with the look of the house, especially because I have the same, uh, same wall in my kitchen. And this is on the same floor. So that's where that idea came from. And uh, I had seen frills and drills also do it. And I loved that wall. So uh, I I went ahead and did that. And I built a headboard. And uh, we got rid of the bed. It's just on a box spring <laughs> because we like low beds. And uh, I refurbished. I mean, I, I repainted the nightstands. And I made these hanging lights. And yes, that was about it. It was it was one of my first projects where I did not have any power tool. I, uh, I just had that circular saw that time and I didn't even have a jigsaw. So I used the drill to make little out, cutouts for the outlets. So it, overall, it was fun. And uh, I, I really love how it looks now. <laughs> yeah, I think you are definitely a true DIYer when you're like, you know, I just used my drill to make little cutouts for the outlet. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's creative. I'm really impressed. Thank you. Yeah, I, I because, I, you know, there's sometimes you just have to work around things because you just can't go out and be like, OK, you know, I bought this. Now I need to go buy something else. And at that point, I wasn't sure how long I'm going to DIY or, you know, what my plans were. So I didn't want to really go and, you know, fill my garage up with a lot of tools. So, yes, going and looking for little things that I can do instead. Yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah, I have a, a finite amount of space in my garage. And so I'm really, I try to be really mindful of what I'm willing to bring in. And so I have to do that sometimes too, as far as like, well, I know I have these tools and I bet I can figure out how to make this work without <laughs> the ideal tool if exactly. it takes up more space. Yes, true. Yeah, when I looked at that room, I think the thing that I that I really liked uh, not that there wasn't things that I didn't like, but the thing that really stood out to me are those hanging lights. And it, you know, for those who are listening, so essentially they, they are hanging from the ceiling on a white, uh, uh, 
cable uh, that yeah. just that comes all the way down, and it it allows the and and hanging just over the nightstands on both sides of the bed. And what's it, what's cool about it is it allows for that same look of a of a nice lamp uh, mm -hmm. without taking up the space on the nightstand. That that was a that was a really fascinating idea and a really great implementation. What what made you decide to do that? That's exactly what I had thought. What you're saying. Uh, the thing is that uh, when I have people coming over, especially with children, uh, I used to always see that my guests have removed things from the nightstand. Like they would push the uh, the the lamp aside or put it on the floor because they needed that space. So that's when I thought that okay, you know, maybe if I suspend this from the ceiling, that space is going to be empty and people can actually use the nightstand especially when they're with children because they want to put baby monitors, they want to put bottles and, you know, they want to put medicines up out there. So if you put a lamp, it, it would just, and then it's a very small nightstand. Um, so I actually used the same lampshade that was on the lamp and I just, it's from Ikea, $4. <laughs> and I just used, I bought a, um, a pendant light kit and I just hung them from the ceiling. And I think everyone's happy now because it doesn't come in the way. Yeah, it's great. How did you attach your headboard to the wall? Because you said you put the box spring on the floor and then the mattress on the box spring, and then you have this really cool um, fabric-covered headboard that clearly you attached to the wall, but I'm curious how you, how you did that. So I use something called French cleats. You know, Yay. they use it to hang, yes, to hang mirrors and to hang paintings. So I got two of them. Just make sure you get the one that will support the weight. And they are put into studs, and I just hung them there. So even in my master room, there's this huge headboard. That was the first headboard I ever made. <laughs> Those are also supported on cleats. I love cleats. They're, they're, they're amazing. Aren't they? <laughs> Small but mighty. Oh, very, very good. So easy. And, you know, you can't see anything. And it's so easy. They come with a little level and everything. So it's so easy to just nail them into the wall. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, so that headboard, yes. I, I wanted to make something by myself. So I was like, no, I had done that in our master room. And then I decided to do the same thing in our guest room. It's it's just, it's something that it adds a personal touch because it's something that you don't get anywhere else. And you, you choose your fabric and you make it the way you want to. I wanted to uh, to take a step back for just a second. Welcome, Stu, to the uh, up on stage today. Stu is the owner of Texas Shiplap, a uh, company down, in, as you might expect, in Texas. So welcome, Stu. We're glad to have you on the stage. Hey, uh, thanks so much, Spencer. Appreciate it. Yep. And if uh, obviously, if you have questions, uh, feel free to step in. And then for the audience as well, uh, in the bottom right-hand corner of your uh, screen, you can see a raise hand button. If you have uh, a, a question for Sneha, you can press that, we'll bring you up on stage and uh, you can ask your question at any time. So you're welcome to do that. Awesome. Um, yeah, definitely go ahead and just raise your hand and, um, or Stu, you can just call out if you have any, any thoughts or questions or ideas. Um, Sneha, oh, I have kind of a twofold question for you. Okay. What has been <laughs> what has been your favorite project? And then also, have you had any projects that just did not work out? Uh, so for my favorite project, um, I think there would be, I like all of them. 
but if I had to choose, I think it would be a tie between two projects. Uh, one is the office space and the other would be the laundry room. So for the office space, it's my favorite because that's when I actually realized that I could DIY. And uh, if I actually tried, it would happen. And I saw a really tiny space transform into something so useful. So it's obviously very close to my heart. And my husband uses this space every single day and thanks me every other day <laughs> for it. So uh, obviously, that's why it's one of my favorites. And the laundry room project is my another favorite project because that's something I did all by myself. It's like my first solo project. And I did so many new things where I learned how to paint cabinets. Um, I learned how to use a circular saw properly and cut everything to size. I made that slat wall. I made a shelf. So all these things were very, very new for me. And uh, I did it without any help. So that project is also very, very close to my heart. Yeah, I love I love that you painted cabinets as one of your first DIY projects. That is an intimidating process and you did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yes, it is. And when I painted those cabinets, I went up to my husband and I said, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> and, and just two days ago, I'm like, I think I want to paint our kitchen cabinets. <laughs> So he's like, I said, I thought you said you didn't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, no, I think I can do it. I'll take about six months, but I'll do it. Yeah, it's kind of like having a baby. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I've been asking around on my Instagram, you know, do you think it's worth it? Do you think I should paint my kitchen cabinets? Because they're, they're like, I counted there about what? 34 or 35 doors I will need to paint, not the drawers, the drawers separate. So I'm like constantly thinking, should I do it? Should I not do it? Especially with the amount of cooking I do in that kitchen, I need it to be a functional space. So I don't know how long I can actually take to finish doing that DIY. But yes, if you don't, have you ever painted your kitchen cabinet? I have not. <laughs> my, my wife, Anna, has. And I don't know if she's able to like come off of, uh, off of, you know, in the audience, uh, but uh, she has a lot of times and just, just did in our kitchen pretty recently. Oh, wow. I'd love to know how it went and any advice or tips. And because I'm struggling, I'm still like a 50-50 on it. I'm like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Can I can I say something? Yeah. Hey, um, hey Sunil, I, I, honestly, your Instagram is awesome. It's, uh, yeah, so many awesome projects. It's, it's great to see your work. Oh, thank um, you so much. Uh, so as far as uh, cabinets, <laughs> so we, we recently did our, our bathroom uh, cabinets and uh, our vanity, and I resprayed it. And I mm -hmm. can I can tell you now is spraying is so so it kind of depends. So you're uh, like there's some people that are hey I'm big time rollers you know they only use rollers mm -hmm. uh, for painting, and and then there's some people who are like hey you know what I'm gonna spray. Um, I would, if, if there was one thing I would recommend is, uh, I would, I would definitely spray and, um, and, and, and yeah, as far as a functional kitchen, <laughs> it's going to be a while to have a functional <laughs> kitchen again. Uh, but it depends. It, it, are, are your cabinets, are they wood? Are they, what kind or excuse me, what kind of finish is it? Is it stained currently or is it painted currently? Uh, so I think it's just particle board and it has this weird coating on it. I think maybe veneer or something. 
So it's okay. not wood for sure because they're 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 really hollow and they're they're pathetic. Oh, I yeah, I don't like them at all. So yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, man. and they're beginning to chip from the edges, and they're just beginning to look ugly now. So yeah. So good. I'm uh, gonna make a note of that. I have to now go get a sprayer. <laughs> <laughs> it's it definitely is worth it. It's worth to get a, a solid sprayer. Um, uh-huh. My gosh, I, I've tried so many different sprayers, but it's worth the it's worth the money to get the solid ones, the good ones, the Graco's. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm Spencer's wife. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. Um, I want Thank to echo you. what Sue said. I've done it twice. Mm-hmm. And the first time I didn't use a sprayer, and the second time I did, and it was just so much better. And faster, <laughs> it too. Better, it's faster. It's, yeah, and you do, like, we started out with kind of a cheaper sprayer, and there was a lot of frustration with that. So, get, like Stu said, get a really good <laughs> sprayer. It'll be worth it in the end, for sure. But it oh, is. awesome. It's a monstrous project, and I really oh. just finished a couple months ago, so I'm still in the, like, I'm never going to do it again <laughs> phase. I hope my husband isn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> so much sanding, and with the, the, I forget what you said, particle board or something, I, I use yes. a sanding sealer that I rub on before. That's okay. Just, it's so fast and easy. It's just a, if you just looked up sanding sealer. Oh, nice. That's what it's called, Spencer. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sanding sealer, <laughs> and it, uh, yeah, it, 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 it allows the paint to adhere to the surface, and yeah, and it, it sounds it really, like with the, really with easy. The kind of surface you have. Okay. Really okay. Fine. I'm going to make a note of all this. <laughs> you Thank you so much. He's the uh, professional here in the room too. Set <laughs> askew. No way, no way. It's uh, it's all it's all kind of we have to trial by fire, right? I think everybody <laughs> knows that you just have to jump right into it. Thanks for coming to the stage, Anna. I've seen I've seen a few creative ways that people hold up the cabinets too, so that they're like they're not laying flat. Um, like you can get a two by four and put a nail through it, so that then the cabinet sits on the nail. So it's it's. Oh, yes, I've seen that one, too. Yes, yes, I've seen that one. And then you can spray both sides. Both sides, yes. Yeah. Which, I mean, you're still going to be without a kitchen for a little bit. I mean, I guess (laughs) not necessarily, just the fronts. (laughs) Yes. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm not calling anyone home while that's happening because I'll have (laughs) a weird kitchen. Right? Yeah. It would have yeah, been no, a great I, pandemic project. Nobody's coming over anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't sure then if I could do it. So I started small and I I used a paintbrush and a roller. And um, yes, it was quite Im- intimidating. But I, I'm still, I think I'm going to practice a little bit more. I don't know. Do you get uh, these prayers for rent or something? You know, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can, but... Um... I mean, I've, I keep thinking this project would be easier with a sprayer and I keep thinking it over and over again. Mm-hmm. So you should probably buy one cause it's kind of, <laughs> cause <laughs> I think you'll use it a lot if you have it. Um, mm-hmm. like even for like your brick wall, you could have used it there and it would be a lot oh, faster. Yes. Oh, Stu, yes. Stu, did you recommend one? Did you say Graco is the best? 
Um, yeah, the stationary. Um, so I, I've tried, I've tried several sprayers. Uh, Graco's awesome. Um, I, I wouldn't recommend the handheld kind of like the gun type where you have to refill a little cup. That it's 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 just horrible to clean. It's it's painful, mm-hmm. um, and and it, and it breaks pretty quick. And then I, I would just do one of those rig. They call them a rig or like a stationary kind of uh, type Graco's. Uh, really, the the one that's around you know two fifty three hundred dollars that the that that's when you're you're gonna be pretty good um okay. anything more than that that's that's up to you it depends how much you're gonna be spraying but i would say mm-hmm. around two fifty three hundred is is a good price point for a rig okay that's awesome i i noted it all down <laughs> oh, but also the tip, yeah yeah there's some good yeah some good stuff thank you Stu. thank you so much yeah, absolutely. Sneha, can we take a little uh, detour here and talk a little bit about cakes and oh, sure. how that ties into your life as well? Sure. So um, I I think I discovered a lot about myself after I got married because I moved to a new country and uh, initially I wasn't allowed to work because of the visa I was on. So I, um, I've always been a very... Um, um, uh, I think how do I put it a person with a very 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 active brain I constantly need to be doing something uh, if I don't I just go crazy and it's like it's like oh I have nothing to do and you know I have no purpose in life <laughs> so kind of dramatic that way so, <laughs> <laughs> so when I moved here I knew that when I moved uh, to the US I'll probably just have to sit at home and not do anything I used to work before I was in advertising. I worked for about nine or 10 years. And, you know, to suddenly not be doing something and to just, you know, be a homemaker and, you know, just nothing. So I, before I got married, I suddenly had this thing that I wanted to go to pastry school. And, um, but the timing was such that, you know, my I was due to get married about, say, in about another six months. And um, I obviously had to choose my marriage over a pastry school because I wanted to come and be with my husband. So um, I thought, you know, why not just try doing it myself? And I know it's going to be hard to believe, but baking was something I used to hate. Like I have never baked in my life until about 2013. I never baked because I used to watch my mom bake and I used to be like, ah, this is such a tedious thing. You know, you make things, you measure things and then you beat it and then you wait for so long for the thing to come out. So I'm very impatient like that. So I used to really, really never help my mom when she was baking. Uh, but I don't know what happened. And one fine day, I just woke up and I'm like, no, I want I want to bake. I want to try it out. And nothing can be very difficult. So when I moved here, um, I just randomly started baking things. And I have very, very supportive friends. They ate horrible cakes. And they said it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was so delicious. <laughs> they were so supportive. And... Uh, so I started baking for friends and I would be like, let me bake you a cake. And obviously no one could say no, even after they tasted it. They're like, no, no, we'll have it. It's fine. And, you know, I started doing that. And then I realized that maybe this is something that uh, I can try and do to keep myself busy. And uh, uh, and that's the time when in California, this uh, the new thing came into uh, effect. The cottage food law came into effect. So basically you could sell baked goods from your home. So everything aligned and I started uh, 
you know, I started trying new things. And at that point, you know, and I know I make it sound like I'm really old, but yeah, but <laughs> it was about 2013, you know, we, there was, there wasn't a, Instagram wasn't that big and you know we didn't have so many people who were sharing tutorials or things on how you can make certain um, cakes or you know how to use fondant and at that point I had another friend who really helped me because she was very very good Uh, she was in uh, she lives in Texas and I met her once and she's the one I would call and be like okay you know I need to bake a cake for say 10 people what cake pan size should I use? So I didn't even know that. Like I was like, what what pan size does one use for 10 people or for 20 people? <laughs> so she actually guided me through all of that because at that point of time, there were uh, I didn't have any uh, information easily available online. So um, I know I'm taking a detour right now, but this, I, That's okay. you know, since I'm here right now, I just want to say that, you know, half the time we don't realize that we're in certain places because of the people who have, been behind all of it you know for example like my parents you know my dad is very artistic like he paints really well and he writes very good poems and my mom is very very creative too like she's very creative she's like I told you she used to make little things at home you know with baskets and with left like old flowers and things like that and she's a very very good cook too I learned cooking from her so uh, today where we are is because of the people who have stood behind us so uh, I really want to thank all of them. You know, I'm making this into a thank you speech, but you know, it just occurred <laughs> to me. But uh, so, like, even this baking. So I'm here because somebody helped me. And if I didn't have that person supporting me, I would have given up because I would have been like, ah, it's too much hard work. I don't know where to get the information from. And you know, uh, th- and I also really like the fact that there's no competition. Uh, people who are in the same. Uh, field or doing the same thing actually supporting you and if they want they can just be like ah don't do it you know it's not it's not good when they actually enjoy it because they don't want you to do it but everyone has been really so supportive and that's how you know I have been able to DIY I've been able to bake and uh, so yeah so that's how it all began and uh, because of all the help I started taking on orders and I made a lot of mistakes like in the beginning I had clients come back and return the cake because they're like oh it's not good and uh, and at that point, I felt very disheartened because, uh, you know, it feels it feels bad and you feel sad because you put in a lot of love and effort and everything. And, but then I took it with, a, you know, I took it and I was like, you know, it's OK. They're being nice enough to come and give me a feedback. They are telling me that this is not good and maybe you should try this. So I learned from those mistakes. And uh, there were a lot of times I ended up giving free cakes to people because I just wanted to see how... Um, uh, you know what their feedback was and what they thought I could change and what was good and what wasn't and also you know the thing is that I come from a different country so it takes some time to adjust to uh, what people like here so you know what I'm used to making there may not go down really well with you know the palette that's here so you know sure. you, you mix and you match and you learn so like for example I had I didn't even know what a red velvet cake was. And, you know, people are like, I want a red velvet cake. I'm like, what is a red velvet cake? <laughs> you know, so you learn and uh, you just have to accept that, okay, you know, it, you can't be perfect all the time and you will make mistakes. And if someone comes in and gives you a feedback, you know, yes, it's okay to feel a little disheartened, but to learn from your mistakes and to then move forward. So I, I, I have 
done so many uh, trials and uh, you know i have sent out samples to people to make sure that what is going out is something that everybody or at least majority of them are going to like and today i am so confident that the cake i'm sending out is actually good i used to not be not be this confident earlier but now i know it's going out because i have tried it on so like i have sent it to so many people and i've taken back feedback i've taken feedback and you know i've implemented changes so today i'm in a much happier place i'm still not as awesome as so many awesome people out there and i'm still learning and there are still a lot of bakers i'm in awe of and i'm like wow you know it's art they create art and i'm like oh wow so yes hopefully in the coming years i'll get somewhere close to where they are yeah hoping hoping for that oh my goodness you you are inspiring for sure and oh thank um, you so much I I think um I I love that you said that the people that we meet create or the people that we know create kind of a tapestry of who we are. Okay. And I love that you um you seek for mentorship from someone who um it is a little bit further on in their DIY career or baking career and um and ask for help there and i love that um yes and asking for help is 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 not a bad thing you know i've met a lot of people who are afraid to ask for help because they feel like you know it's going to make you look weak but i think if you don't ask for help you're not going to learn it's okay you know some day someone else is going to come and ask you for help so it's just you know you all grow together no competition you know it's like everyone's doing their own thing and it's just making everything happier and a better place to be in so yeah yeah and i found that too with um with the community that everyone is encouraging and helpful and they really just want to help you create the best space that you want or yeah. or that you can and create the the space that you want sure yes absolutely and yeah. it's always good you know you see somebody doing something much better and you know you trying something new it's always good to ask how you did it and then you know try and do that if you think you can do it yeah absolutely yeah i would love to hear uh more about your business so how does it work how do uh um people purchase uh these cakes and and different things from you and uh yeah tell tell us a little bit more how that all works and how do you get it to them So uh this is a cottage food operation so I can work out of home uh after my home was inspected and I got a certificate and every year I have to renew the permit to sell cakes so I initially had a website and people would go there and then they would contact me and then I'd work out um a cake design and ask them for their requirements you know what's the event and how many cake servings do you need what flavors etc and then uh, once that's done i would send them a sketch get their approval and then i'd begin working on the cake and once it's done i would either deliver it to them or they can come and pick it up so it's it's pretty much a one person business because i'm the one doing everything i'm designing i'm also baking and you know doing everything but ever since i had my babies it's it's a little difficult you know actually work according to somebody else's timeline because uh, most birthdays and weddings etc they happen over the weekend and during the week it's really really tough for me to actually you know sit and work uh, on my cake so i've reduced the number of orders i take so now i've become a referral only kind of business 
you know, till thing till my kids go to school or I get some more time. Uh, and with the pandemic, obviously business slowed down because people weren't celebrating anything. And if you know, if there were, it was just like you know what five people, six people. So I just decided to give myself a break in. um during this time and i started diying instead but i still do get a few orders and i take them especially friends and family uh but yeah it's pretty it's pretty easy that way and that's how it works i did shut my website down because you know i shifted to instagram and i thought that was i was just trying to save some money too so yeah it's 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 not that tough you know it's it's okay it's happening hopefully once my kids are back in school i'll start all over again yeah that's that's kind of an interesting dance that that a lot of us have to do as far as uh making sure their needs are met and also our needs are met and um, we get time to do that creative thing that we need to do yes because if you're you know you you don't have enough time and you're not able to focus and you have a crying child and then you're trying to deliver something that someone is paying you for so i want you know that's when i really want to give my 100% because if i don't give my 100% i don't feel good about it and then i'm like nah it's not worth it because i don't want to ruin someone's special day because you know it's a cake but at the end of the day that sometimes uh, most of the times it's the highlight of the party and kids are excited about it and it can make or break their day so i want to be giving my 100% <laughs> and i wasn't being able to do that i was doing it for some time but then i realized that it was making me very cranky and um, because uh, i was rushing and it didn't make me feel good so i said no you know i'm not doing it you know i'm in that space where i can do it with all my heart yeah i love that I live across the country um in the Washington DC area and I love to bake. But cakes aren't really something that I do a lot of and I would love if you ever decide to do like uh classes, I would love to take classes from you. <laughs> Your creations are amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Now, I was planning to do something on Instagram because a lot of people actually message me asking me, you know, can you tell me how this is done? So I said okay you know what maybe I should just put up short videos on you know making basic things like you know say buttercream flowers or you know like how to make a little fondant animal or something so that you know you can do it yourself at home you don't have to completely and always rely on somebody to make it for you so yes hopefully yeah. soon I'll put something up awesome and you know I appreciate when you put recipes up too like your banana whole wheat pancakes I've made those 3 times recently oh wow <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. So something that that we've not talked about that um that really is incredible to me is your photography skills. It's <laughs> it's amazing. Like the the textures and the light and the dark and um can you talk a little bit about your photography? No, oh, thank you. Um So photography I like again you'd probably think you know she didn't know anything about herself but yes photography I wasn't really good at it ever so I go back and look at my pictures that I took you know what maybe last year of the food I've made they're horrible <laughs> so but ever since I joined Instagram uh like even if you scroll down and you see my earlier posts you can see a lot of difference in my first few posts and the posts I put now because I have been watching other people, you know, professional photographers, fellow food bloggers. I am trying to learn 
from their photography skills and like i said i actually ask i actually ask people i dm them and i say okay how did you take this shot can you tell me what did you use uh, because i knew nothing about photography and even right now i take pictures on my phone i don't have any fancy setup nothing i have a ring light i use a ring light and my <laughs> phone to take pictures so uh, i realized that on instagram everything usually looks very beautiful and and with food especially if your food doesn't look good it may taste good but no one's one going to want to try it because it just doesn't look presented in a very nice way and, and that's how it is with food like you go to a restaurant and you know they just just throw something into a bowl and give it to you and it's messy you'll probably think it's it's disgusting it tastes pathetic but it probably tastes really good but right. you know i put it on a fancy plate and you know you know if it's not that great you'll still think like oh wow this is good it's about the experience so i realized that you know my pictures have to be really good and i started experimenting um, like for example i i i really struggle with natural lighting so i i can't use natural lighting i'm trying to ask a few people how to use it and they've been very kind to you know give me suggestions and stuff so i still have to try that out but uh, yeah i i'm still learning and i try different angles and i put the light somewhere here and there and then you know we try different things and it happens and my husband really helps me he he loves photography actually my husband so he's the one who uh, uh helps me a lot with it oh that's awesome do you use one of those boards like the background boards do you know what i'm talking about yes yes uh the photography backdrops yes i do so i i got this set from amazon the cheapest <laughs> available <laughs> so it is a set of four and yeah so it's easy these backdrops are very uh, useful because you can change the mood and the settings so you have light colored ones you have really dark ones you have wooden ones and marble ones and and they're easy to clean and uh, it's uh, it's really helpful so yes i do use that and most of my images i shoot from the top they're called flat lays so i take from the top so i don't need a back background as such but yes for the bottom yes i do use that oh i'm glad to hear that cuz those those boards have been in my um amazon cart for like a year and i keep thinking <laughs> i should just get them <laughs> but now i oh, will you said You should, you should. I'm planning to get a few more, and you can even actually, since you're, you know, you DIY, you can even make your own boards. Like I'm planning to make one, like um, just take, just take a piece of scrap wood or something, you know, and uh, make it into a concrete-looking thing, or you know, just get wood and stain mm-hmm. it and make it look like a table. Join a couple of planks together. So yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah, it backdrops really really enhance the pictures. It makes it look very nice. It just basically it sets puts everything gets everything together. So, you know, you want dark photography, you use you use like a really dark backdrop and you know, there you have it. It's dark. <laughs> and you want a nice summery and like very light thing, you use a lighter backdrop like you know, like a concrete or a marble top or white and then it looks nice and bright and happy. Awesome. Yeah, I will do that. I'll let you know when I when I make my boards or buy my boards. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> we we want to open it up if anybody has any any questions or or thoughts for Sneha. Um go ahead and just raise your hand in the bottom right-hand corner um and we'll bring you up and you can definitely ask any questions you have. 
Um, I have, and I have a question as well, real quick. Sure. So Sneha, what's on what's on your uh, like what's in your future list? What what are you what are you planning to DIY next? What's uh, what what other things are you trying to get to? <laughs> that question is going to have an answer that's a minute long. <laughs> I want to DIY everything. <laughs> so um, uh, I the next thing I want to do, obviously, I spoke about was I want to paint the kitchen cabinets. I want to uh, change how my kitchen looks. Uh, I also want to uh, work on our backyard, on our patio. So I want to make these slat wall partitions that, you know, everybody's doing. I've had it on my mind for like, I think what, about um, since last year. And suddenly I'm like, oh, everyone's doing it. Did they read my mind? So what, what I is want a to... slat wall partition? Could you uh, try to uh, describe that to us? So it's like basically you put these four by four supports into the ground and anchor them with concrete. And then you take one by twos uh, placed horizontally and you nail them into the support. So it's like, a, it's like a fake fence kind of thing. It's like a slat wall, but in your backyard. Mm, I don't know for, if I for was your, For your deck, uh, for your patio. Area. Yes, for the patio, yeah. So you just make Got this it. little area, like a little com uh, separated area. So I want to do something like that. I also want to paint my, uh, I want to paint the concrete. I had seen Pennies for a Fortune make this uh, four tile kind of uh, concrete backyard. So I want to try that where she painted it to look like tiles. So uh, I do want to try that. I also want to make a fireplace. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to do that. But that's something I've always wanted in the house. And um, I know I'm never going to use it because it doesn't really get that cold. But ah. Uh, I still want it. So, yes, that. And um, uh, I want to make a media room. We have this loft space, which is, I probably, I think it's the ugliest space in my room, in my house right now. It's It's got leftovers from my husband's apartment. So everything that we don't use is just there. So I want to uh, change how that looks. And um, yes, the bathrooms. I want to change the bathrooms. I want to do the kids' room. I want to make bunk beds for them. Like I told you, the list goes on and on. I want to make a dining table too. So the so. question is, is what's not on the list, right? That's, uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, what's not on the list? That's a great, that's a great list. Uh, yeah. So like them? I said, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was saying like, you know, ever since I got the mitre saw, I was like, I'm like, okay, now I can do things faster and I want to do everything. So yeah. Yeah. Mitre saws are, yeah, uh, they're a fantastic tool. Completely agree with you. Uh, all right. Well, Camille, uh, welcome to the stage. Uh, go ahead and uh, unmute yourself and ask uh, ask your question. So the, I came a little late, but I just um, was wondering because I between the DIY and the cooking, this is right up my alley. I didn't catch um, what the Instagram account was for Sneha, so I can follow. It's uh, it's Sneha of all trades. Yeah, so yep. it's S-N-E-H underscore of underscore all underscore trades. And it will make you very happy. <laughs> it's a beautiful, well-curated page. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And then if you are looking for cake inspiration, 
uh, you want to follow her cake page, which is at BakeBoxUs, all one word, um, and it's delightful <laughs> and really inspiring. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Sneha, um, I have another, another question for you. I know that, um, a lot of these things are new, but you are clearly very curious and determined and willing to try new things. What would your advice be to somebody who wants to start DIYing, but maybe just doesn't know where to start, or they're a little bit scared of jumping in? Um, what would your advice be? Uh, so anyone who wants to get into DIY, I would say that just go for it, you know, and uh, ask questions, uh, follow people who are really good at it and who are approachable. Like there are a lot of these big accounts and they're so, so approachable. I really love that about Instagram because, uh, you know, people with even one million followers will respond to you. So, you know, ask for help, ask your questions, don't be afraid. And uh, I never imagined I would be saying this to someone because I was scared to even hold a drill up until last year. So all I can say is if I can do it, you can do it. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Just have fun with it. Don't think you're going to always get it right. You're going to make mistakes, but learn from those mistakes and keep moving forward. That's That's the best thing that you can do. And start small. And uh, just don't, you know, just don't wake up and be like, okay, you know, I'm going to, you know, go build a fireplace or I'm going to make an additional structure outside my house. No, start small, learn, make small mistakes, get a hang of things and then keep moving forward. Yeah. And I loved your idea of um, doing more temporary things or, or I guess, removable things. Yes. If at first, if you're a little bit hesitant. Yes. That's going to make life much easier because, you know, if you make a mistake, it's easier to pull those things out. I wouldn't start a project that requires you to glue things on the wall. I mean, those things can be removed, but, you know, to fix it is going to take you longer. So, <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a much bigger demolition. Yes. Well, Sneha, thank you so much. We have learned so much from you and we are so thankful that you were able to join us today. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. Great, great. And then we're going we're gonna to wrap up here with, uh, with our little ending. Thank you for coming out to the Shared Vision DIY Talk with Sneha, a professional baker and DIYer. You can follow Sneha on Instagram at sneheofalltrades, that's S-N-E-H underscore of underscore all underscore trades, and also at bakeboxus. If you have enjoyed today's conversation with Sneha, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also join us live every Friday on Clubhouse at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, under the name DIY Talk. A quick update on Shared Vision. We have started final development and will need beta testers in the next month and a half. Shared Vision is a mobile community platform specifically designed for do-it-yourselfers to start and complete projects, learn new skills, work collaboratively, and celebrate progress. 
If you'd like to be a part of our beta, you can reach out to us directly on Instagram or sign up on our website at joinsharedvision.com. Sneha, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was awesome. Thanks.